Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about faith and work, I have titled today's show, Moms, Money, and Spilt Milk. And I have with me in the studio here my two friends, Amy Williams and Sarah Williams, and they are not related except for sisters in Christ. And they're going to be joining me today to talk about Moms, Money, and Spilt Milk. But before we start the discussion, do you ladies have somebody you want to give a shout out to? Yes, I'd love to say hi to my husband, David, and our kids, Levi, Journey, and Asa, and to my mom. Awesome. Sarah? And I want to give a shout out to my husband, Matt, and to my son, Beckham. Hi, Beckham. Mommy loves you. And everyone (laughs) at the Children's Dream Fund, and to my mother, Happy Mother's Day. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, Amy and Sarah Williams uh, are my two friends from church, and I've asked them to come along and join me on the show today to talk about um, what where God has us right now as moms, where we provide money in our home and dealing with the spilt milk that comes along the way. But this is this weekend is Mother's Day, and I just want to um, take a moment to think about that and the fact that we are all moms. And the reason I'm filling in is that Jim is visiting his mom in Arizona this weekend. And what, you know, everything, when you read all the nostalgic things that are on Facebook and on the Internet, everybody says the most precious gift for a mom is the time with our kids. And so that's what Jim's able to do this weekend with his mom and his dad. 
dad gets to be there too. So you are both moms. And I'd like to just start with maybe just introducing you guys to um, our listening audience and just tell a little bit about your families. Okay, my name is Amy Williams, and my husband's name is David. We've been married for 10 years. Um, we met at Smiley's Coffee House, so that's kind of exciting. And we have three children. Levi is nine, Journey is seven, and Asa is four. He's my little wild man. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. And Sarah? I'm Sarah Williams, and uh, my husband is Matt, and we've been married a little over three years. We have um, truly a gift from the Lord. Our son, Beckham, he's 18 and a half months old and full of energy. Uh, I work part-time in the corporate world for the Children's Dream Fund. We're a nonprofit wish-granting organization that provides dreams to kids who have life-threatening illnesses. Mm -hmm. So my job is definitely a blessing and um, given to me by the Lord, and I love it. We live in Seminole, and um, I recently started uh, a business at home for the days that I'm not working at the Children's Dream Fund, and that's a new adventure for me. Awesome. And we're excited to talk about that and what you guys are doing to help out your families financially and how you balance all of that. As I was thinking about this show, um, the verse that just keeps coming up um, in all of my readings and in just different things is Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. And it says, These are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. And you and your children and your grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. If you obey all his decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. Listen closely, Israel, and be careful to obey. Then all will go well with you, and you will have many children in the land flowing with milk and honey, spilt milk too, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. And this is the part that really gets me. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. We could do a whole show just on talking about that. But, you know, bottom line, everything we do when we're getting up, when we're going to bed, when we're driving to a soccer game, everything we are doing, we are we need to be communicating the love of God to our children and to those around us. And um, that's what I'm excited to talk about in the midst of all of the other things we're going to talk about today. So um, I just... Uh, Love the fact that we can go to scripture and be challenged in what we're supposed to do on a day to day basis. So let's start talking about mom's money and spilt milk. And I want to start every show. Um, Jim always asks our guests, what is Christ doing to impact your life right now? And I would love to um, just hear from both of you what God's doing in your hearts. God is doing some amazing things right now. I think sometimes when we become moms, we... Our, you know, we want to be selfless. We want to give everything to our family. And sometimes we put ourselves on the back burner and mm -hmm. our passions, our desires, our things that we love as well. And one of the things the Lord is reminding me is I have such a heart for missions and I am passionate about um, the Middle East and everything that God is doing there. And recently I was able to go on a trip to the Middle East and it was amazing. And to really walk that faith 
that he was going to take care of me. He was going to take care of my family. He was going to provide every step of the way. And to be able to really show that to my family, to my children, that God ordains our steps. He knows what's going to happen and that we don't have to fear. And I think sometimes I get very comfortable in my life as a wife and a mom. And I forget that sometimes God wants to push us outside of that a little bit. And um, so it's been really, it's really been amazing. And that's no small feat to go on a missions trip, let alone um, orchestrate everything that needs to happen back at home yes. for three kids. <laughs> yes. And all my of husband activities. and my mother were amazing. So I'm very thankful for them. That's awesome. What a great example to them too of of uh how god's using you and using them in the process of that yes thanks for sharing sarah how about you well lately i've just been feeling just very overwhelmed with gratitude and um just trying to praise god more um instead of always coming to him and asking for things all the time and it's really changed my perspective and just um, giving me a peace i would consider myself still a young a new young mom Um, since my son is a year and a half old and living in this day and age, it's easy to be tempted by the things of the world. Mm -hmm. And Martha, you brought up the Romans 12 verse is something Mm -hmm. I was going to talk about today because it's all around me. Um, I, I, in my former life before I became a believer, um, was living heavily in the world Mm -hmm. and, um, I don't want to go back to that, but yet it is all around me and Mm -hmm. it's tempting at times to want to keep up with everyone and how is how is my son developing and is he doing this quick enough and Mm -hmm. all of those things but um what's really been great lately is just being intentional with him and and not having to try to be something i'm not just Mm. my husband and i living out our faith and sharing with our son the things that we're learning Mm -hmm. and um just to see him the other night, we we pray all the time, and he clasped his hands together Aww. and was wanting to pray. And he says, "Jesus, now!" And it's that is bringing me so much more joy than mm-hmm. any materialistic thing could bring to me. And and that's just a challenge that I, you know, have been surrounded with. And um, I'm just really thankful for all that we have. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We were talking in the car on the way here about the fact that where you are at is different than where I am at. That's different than where Amy is at. And none of it is wrong. It's where God has us. And it's really easy to conform to what the world keeps telling us we need to be. Right. And the world is very deceiving. And um, so it's so important. You're very blessed at, at an early point in your motherhood and in your walk to be able to recognize that and to really claim Romans 12 too, and in, in every area of our lives to be transformed by him and not conformed. Mm-hmm. So that's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to talk a little bit about um, where God currently has has both of you as far as, and we're talking about money, um, where he has you in helping with the income in your home and kind of maybe how that's come about a little bit, just so the listeners can get an idea of, you know, we all often are talking in here with guests that are in corporate jobs and, and how they're trying to incorporate Christ in their high rise or in their office building and in their practices and things like that. Um, but There are ways to incorporate Christ where you are. And the most important thing is the fact that you're being obedient to where God wants you to be right now. So I just want to give you, um, have you each give a little, you know, where you're at, what you're doing um, and what your businesses are. 
Amy, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> no <I'll> fighting. <laughs> You're both so sweet. <laughs> so I am an independent consultant with The Pampered Chef, and I love it. It's so great quality cooking products, and actually it all started because I wanted everything in the catalog, and I could not afford it. <laughs> so the quickest way for me to earn it was to become a consultant and share it with family and friends and meet people outside of that. I also um, babysit for a family. So that's been a joy to us. It was very unexpected. Got a phone call. Hey, do you know anyone who might want to babysit? Mm. And I was like, I have no idea. And they were like, what about you? So it was kind of exciting. And now I've had him for a year and a half. So that's been a, a big blessing for us as well. Awesome. And I was admitting that I am a Pampered Chef junkie, and now my daughter is as well. And we just set her up in her apartment, and she, yes, as a 22-year-old, has all Pampered Chef uh, utensils because of our last party we had with you, Amy. (laughs) Great promo. That's right. There you go. Right there. Free, unpaid advertising. And what about you, Sarah? Where's God have you? Um, Well, I was working full-time before we had our son, Beckham, and we were used to, um, you know, a dual income. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we really prayed about it, and God just worked out all of the details. My a position that I have always wanted at the Children's Dream Fund became available, and um, I got switched to that, and that was part time. So I was able, I'm able now to go to work three days a week and stay at home with my son the other days, and I really enjoy that because I truly feel called to my job mm-hmm. and to where I'm at, and it's not. It's not a drag for me Monday morning. I'm excited to get up and go to work and Mm -hmm. and to to use those gifts there. So um, that's been really nice. But then when I was home on the other days, I I knew we lost half of the income or a portion of it for me being at home. And I was out shopping like I shouldn't have been. And I found (laughs) these really cute bracelets. And um, I just thought, okay, I can't afford to wear multiples of those and be in style. So I'll just try to make them on my own. And then... Um, I started making them and wanted to do some more Christian type of uh, designs to them and wanted to provide them to other people at a lower cost, too. So um, people started liking them, and I kept making them, and it's involved into a little business that I have Mm -hmm. on the side now, and it's been a blessing to bring in a little extra income. And And tell everybody what it's called. It's called Where They Can Find It. Fancy Faith, and it's fancyfaith.com is our website. Mm -hmm. They are wire-wrapped bracelets in uh, gold and a silver. And there's many different options that are available, and they're also sold at Indian Rocks Bookstore. It's called Karis Bookstore. So if you want to go in and physically see them, they are sold there and a few other little shops throughout the county. Awesome. And they're beautiful and they wear very well. And one of the things that I love is that you can uh, layer them and we'll have pictures. Everybody can go to Facebook tonight and take a look at our pictures. We'll make sure there's some bracelets out there as well and um, have links to their their businesses and stuff. But um, Sarah has incorporated crosses into them and some charms that have different words like faith and things like that that have um, made it so that I'm able to carry them at Karis for people too. And we love that. So um I love the fact that it's supporting um, a, a local mom, local family, local business, because that is something that um, in my little tagline when I do my commercial shop local. So that's really important. And um, it's neat how that has evolved from just, you know, filling a little niche to um, more people buying it. So thank you for sharing that. So in a few minutes that we have left before the break, um, 
if you could just share maybe one thing, Amy, where maybe um, you've been able to use your work in a way that has you've seen Christ work and um, maybe something that's impacted you. Well, one of the things that when I started looking at Pampered Chef, of course, I love the products and I would love to have a little bit extra income, but I actually had one of the people share with me that they are able to then give to missions. So it was great to be able to have an opportunity Mm -hmm. to earn some money and also be able to give. But we are going to uh, start this little segment here with the book highlight, as we do each and every day. Um, The book that we are highlighting is this amazing book called Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. And I'm going to give you a short explanation. And then Amy and I are going to actually talk about it a little bit because our ladies or women's group at church and the college group, several groups at our church have read the book recently. And we just want to talk about the impact of that. Um, There is a big difference between saying yes to everyone and saying yes to God. And Lisa Turkhurst helps us with the following things. She helps you to cure the the disease to please with a biblical understanding of the command to love. She helps us to escape the shame and guilt of disappointing others by learning the secret of the small no. Can you guys practice that with me? No. (laughs) Overcome the agony of hard choices by embracing a wisdom-based decision-making process and rise above the rush of endless demands and discover your best yes today. So, Amy, we were talking about this and the fact that this is just such a powerful book and there's just so much you can learn from it. But Mm -hmm. give a small little nugget of what the best yes was all about to you. For me, it was... The ability to look at two choices that are perfectly great, neither one of them are bad, but to really sit back and ask the Lord, what is the best choice for myself? What is the best for my husband? What is going to be the best for my children? As moms, sometimes we want to do everything. We don't want to miss out on anything. And I homeschool as well, so I don't want to ever miss oh, yeah, them to miss detail. an opportunity. <laughs> minor detail. One more thing she does. <laughs> I don't want them to miss an opportunity to be with other kids and to learn from other people. And But that can make our schedule crazy. And so I really had to step back and say, is this the best thing for me? What can I say yes to? And the power in that word, no. Mm, that's awesome. And you were sharing with Sarah Lisa Turker's story about when she became a writer. Yes. And how impactful that was. Yes. She um, sat down and made a list of all the hours in the day, how much she sleeps, when she eats, what she dedicates to different things in her life. And she was able to find time that she could set aside for writing. And so she said, Lord, I'm going to dedicate this time to you and I'm going to write. And so the day came, she was going to sit to write. She got a phone call. Hey, let's go to Chick-fil-A. Not a bad choice. Get to hang out with friends. But she really stepped back and said, that is not the best yes for me. And from that came her first Bible study. And to see how God has used that is Mm. just amazing. Such a great thing to know that there's good choices out there that may not be the best use of our time. So if you want to get a copy of that book, The Best Yes by Lisa Turkers, call into the studio line at 855-265-2929. And remember, read the book. Don't wait for the movie. So that that book, I know I took this book actually with me the last time we did the um, our marriage cruise, and I took a picture of me reading it because I'm like, you know, this is this is a way I can 
learn something in my quiet and um, I really just wasn't challenged as well so before we get back to our discussion I promised that we were I threw it in there real quick that I'm going to give we're going to give away a coupon code so that people can go to Sarah's website and order bracelets just in time for Mother's Day so this coupon code is good through Mother's Day right Sarah yes so you want to tell people again what your website is and and how they do this coupon code sure you can go to fancy faith f-a-n-c-y Faith, F-A-I-T-H dot com. And um, you can put in the coupon code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, and get 25% off your order. Wonderful. And that is going to be available through Mother's Day. So take a look at our Facebook page tonight and get a look at some of the pictures of the bracelets. And then you can go to her website and place an order. And she'll be uh, happy to fulfill those for you and give you that discount. So that's really exciting. Hope you'll take advantage of that. And I'm so excited. We have a winner for our book, The Best Yes, April from Sarasota. Thanks so much for calling. I'm really glad I don't have to do the auctioneer phone number anymore in this show. So. Thank you for calling in, and we'll get that sent out to you uh, right away. So as we get back to talking about this, you know, there's just so much that we can share about being moms, making money, and dealing with spilt milk. And um, it's just so fun to have that conversation, especially as we're coming up on Mother's Day, just how... um, you guys have been able to see Christ working because of the choices that you've made. And we were talking in the car about the fact that we're not all at the same place and it's not always pretty. It's not always, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing and this is going to be perfect and this is going to be my 10-year plan. And um, it's not like that. As a mom, sometimes we don't know what the day is going to bring, let alone the morning, let alone, you know, is somebody going to wake up not feeling good? You have so many things that come um, that change what's happening around us so but for today this is where God has both of you and where he has me and in the midst of that I'd like our listeners to be able to hear a little bit about how you have seen Christ working in the midst of what he has you doing so who would like to share there oh they're both pointing at each (laughs) other (laughs) Um, well I I feel like my husband always says, I, I share Christ every day and sometimes I use words. Mm. And I don't necessarily know that I have the opportunity as much to share Christ with my words, but more so with my actions and with the way that I, I, I choose to live my life. Um, not perfectly. I am a recovering perfectionism, but um, striving towards the goal and mm-hmm. um, of, of being Christ-like in all that I do and say. And so it's just, um, it's getting to live your life as a testimony. We are trying to get out of debt, just, you know, small debt that I have Mm -hmm. for my student loans and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so that is our goal. So we're sort of saying no to some of the upgrades for, you know, the the lifestyle that other people might live right now. Sure. But, um, so it's, it's trying to, to get out of debt. And also when I went to part time, we had to look at our budget and see, okay, what are we going to cut out? And things like, um, you know, you, you tithing to your, to church and things like supporting kids through world vision. Um, we have one little boy in Zimbabwe and another one in Ethiopia that we love dearly and pray for often. And we didn't want to, Uh, forego sponsoring them. And so um, starting this business has allowed us to continue to do those things that we know God has called us to do. So 
That's awesome. And why don't you share? You said something at the break about uh, on your website. You have some things there that um, tell a little bit about your faith. Yes. On our website, we've put our, our testimony, my husband and our, our family's testimony. And so not everyone that I sh- that I know and share our website with are necessarily um, Christ followers. And so we felt like that was another way to share. That's awesome. And the name of your business, yes. Fancy Faith. You know, it's just those little things that um, you're very intentional about. And that really does make a difference because we were talking about the fact that, you know, people were having a hard time finding you um, on the on the Internet and they need they they don't know all the lingo. And so Mm -hmm. making it simple, fancy faith, just very simple, easy to remember. And um, that is something that, you know, is just another way that you're really reaching out to people as well. And um, we were talking also about the fact that like having people come into my bookstore that have heard about it that may not enter a church building in Mm -hmm. any other circumstance, even that, that you may never see those who it is that's coming in to get those bracelets, but they are making a step and there's other things to be offered in there. And they're seeing there is just a different um, feel in at Karis in a Christian environment than if they were shopping anywhere else. So just a victory there to be able to to know that they're just being pointed in the right direction mm-hmm. and that you um, you know you love what you're doing in your and your um, and God will be glorified in all of that as well. So Amy, do you have anything that you um, would like to share where you've seen Christ working either through the actual Pampered Chef or through a byproduct of maybe the um, money you've been able to make or what you've been able to do? Yeah, I I feel the same way with Pampered Chef. I don't necessarily walk into someone's home and, and share my testimony um, in words, but I feel like I run my business with integrity. I try to do my best um, for the customer as well, and I feel like I hope that that's what the Lord is using, but... Um, from my financial side, it's been amazing to be able to do fundraisers for mission trips. Um, the one that I just went on to the Middle East and others before it, and to know that I can give freely without taking from our family's income, Mm -hmm. um, just a blessing. It's a blessing to not be a burden and, but to still give from, um, the excess that God has provided mm-hmm. and being able to know that um, it's just paying forward in Absolutely. that sense. And you have such a heart for missions and being able to act on that. Yes. What an example for your, your, not only your children, but also for your customers. Cause you never know when that's going to come up in a conversation. Right. And I think I know you well enough to know that you're not too shy about sharing some of that and being able to say, you know what, this is what I'm getting to do. And yeah. what a, what an amazing thing. We were talking about the fact that um, everybody has different gifts. And, you know, Amy's not going to sit here and say, I can make a bracelet like Sarah does. And Sarah may say, I would never want to cook in front of people at a pampered chef party. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, the the point is, is that you, you both have found something that you can use in the midst of where God has you right now and still do it in a way that glorifies him and honors him. And just we want to be an encouragement to the other people that might be listening and saying, you know, I'm I'm really struggling with where I'm at right now. Or, you know, when they listen to the I Work For Him show, they hear about incorporating Christ in their workplace. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people have a very in-the-box opinion of what a workplace is. And I guess this is just a show to kind of say, you know, our workplace is wherever God has us. And 
also includes in our home. And going back to Deuteronomy again, just saying, you know, in everything that we do when we're when we're waking the kids up, when we're putting them to bed, how are we teaching them the commands of the Lord? And so much more than that, how much he loves us and what he has done for us and um, and how he's helping to provide for us. Because don't you find that there are times where um, you don't know you know, where that money's necessarily going to come right. from. And you were even saying, Amy, you know, that all of a sudden you'll have several shows get booked right. or somebody will have an incredibly large party yes. that you weren't really thinking was going to be much of a party at mm-hmm. all as far as the, you know, the sales are concerned and being able to see God's provision. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you do this, but I, you know, would challenge everybody, make sure you're talking about those things with your kids that yes. God provided and um, that he, you know, did a miracle small you know we they you it's not small because it's what you needed in that time so being able to be able to share that and um i know we were also talking about comparing and you know just the whole thing of where i am today is not where you're supposed to be and where you are today is not Mm -hmm. where somebody else is supposed to be but being exactly who god has called us to be at this time is so important um, Amy, you were talking a little bit about empowering women and um, and not in a negative sense like, you know, women, you know, right. activists and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But just that whole thought that, I mean, look at you. You, you said you, you're you homeschooling. You're working um, in a in-home right. party industry. You're doing um, child care as right. well. Um, tell a little bit about what you're just what you think about um, encouraging women. I just feel like... Um the world we live in tries to beat us down and and make us the mommy guilt. Mm. If we are not doing everything for our family 24-7, then somehow we failed. And sometimes even looking outside of our home for income, sometimes we beat ourselves up for that mm-hmm. because I'm taking away from my family. But what I think it can do for you is it can actually build you up. It can mm. empower you that you can provide for your family and love your family 100%. It doesn't have to be either or. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would work outside the home. Mm-hmm. I also never thought I would homeschool. <laughs> so <laughs> the Lord has definitely shown me what his goal is for my mm-hmm. life. And um, and it's been amazing when we give that power to him and ask him, what do you want me to do with this family you've provided mm-hmm. for me? That's so powerful because, again, it goes back to Romans 12, too, and not yes. conforming to what the world says exactly. a picture perfect is, but what does God want for us? Yeah. So, Sarah, do you have yeah, something? Yeah, and I would just add to that, um, you know, it, for me and for many of us, it starts with a passion. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that all of us are passionate about. And um, one thing that I'm passionate about is adoption and wanting to um, give children who don't have a home a home. And right. um, that can be rather expensive. And so just looking at, at the cost of that is daunting. But knowing, mm-hmm. okay, what, what gifts has God given me that I could use to to go down that road that I feel like he's calling me to go down and not to, um, you know, shy back from things that are hard this business that we, that my husband and I started, it's not been easy. Um, it's been, it's not had its, you know, moments where it has spilt milk all over the place. Um, but it's definitely giving me a sense of self worth in Christ. It's, it's, it's just great for, just it lifts me up and it helps me to be a better mom and a better Mm -hmm. wife and a better friend and knowing that I'm using those gifts and talents I'm being a good steward of those things that he's given me um, and not just 
you know, sitting back. Mm -hmm. That's so awesome. And, you know, it's funny because you kind of referred to the spilt milk thing. And we were talking about that. And again, my whole idea was, you know, mom's money and spilt milk. The spilt milk, we don't ever plan for that. Okay, so this is where my thoughts were going on that. And this is the part of life that comes at us in unexpected ways. And being able to um, not just personally be resilient, but have that strength in the Lord to say, God, what are you doing in me? Or what are you wanting me to see? Or what are you wanting me to learn? Um, I know our pastor said not long ago, he's like, you know, you don't want to necessarily fail the exam because God's going to find another way to help (laughs) teach you that lesson. So be a listener and be a learner so that we don't end up, um, you know, having to go through that same spilt milk again. So and actually one of the first Bible studies I ever did was on a book called Character Makeover. Mm. And I, I, told my husband this like a year ago and he still says it's you know was a huge impact on his life because I learned that God's not as concerned with what you're doing as he is with your character Mm. and so I feel like a lot of these spilt milk opportunities are for us you know to to, for our character to be refined Mm. and not God's not necessarily looking at the circumstance the way we are yes you know and that's so powerful because um I know that uh, one of the things that as a mom, I'm going to go on a mommy tangent here for a little bit. I'm being kind of sentimental this weekend because we just became empty nesters like last night. (laughs) So this is, you know, time for me to kind of look back and I'm like thinking about the 18 month old and going, oh, man, I just can't even believe where time has flown by. But um, being able to um, deal with those character issues in the midst of the spilt milk is so powerful. Um, Bill Bright, uh, Brad Bright, Bill Bright's son, was has been on the show a couple of times, and he talks a lot about the character of God. That was Bill Bright's um, real platform. And he was talking about um, teaching that to the kids so that they're learning the characters of God. So it's not so much to say, you know what, you need to set your, if we're going to use this spilt milk, milk example, it's not so much about saying that glass needs to be right here next to your plate in order for it not to spill, but it's learning your boundaries, learning how to respond, learning um, what, why that's important, or learning how that can impact them. That makes the difference, and that's the character. So, Amy. And I think, like, literally just had an example. My son spilt literally an entire bowl full of milk. It went on the wall. It was on the ceiling. It was on, I mean, it was everywhere. I didn't even know it could travel. Are we allowed to laugh now? Yes, absolutely. Not at the moment. At the moment, I was not laughing. But I think, too, we don't always handle those moments the best that we can. And I didn't. However... God can still use those. Once again, I've been talking with my friends, Amy Williams and Sarah Williams, about mom's money and spilt milk. So we're going to wrap up this conversation. And Amy was talking about the fact, and I hope that I'm not taking the blame for the spilt (laughs) bowl of milk at her home, because it was a, you know, a good lesson or a good uh, word picture here. But you had the spilt bowl of milk that went all over the walls and the ceiling. And of course, it's that moment when you're about to walk out the door because you need to be somewhere. Of course. I was just saying, like, I don't think we always respond well when those spilt milk opportunities happen. Opportunities. (laughs) Character Um, building opportunities. Yes. And sometimes I did not respond well that day. My nine-year-old will tell you. Um, But it was a moment to go back 
and to say, I did not handle that well. It's not a big deal. It was milk. I'm sorry. Mm. And to learn from it then and move on. But just to know, like, even on those moments where we mess up, God Mm -hmm. has a plan and he's not going to leave you there. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. even sharing with them, I don't even know if my son um, understands, but sharing with with your children that, you know, the Lord forgives us for the things that we do, you know, and that it's important to ask that forgiveness from others as well. It is. And uh, showing our children that that we're sorry is such a huge thing because it's, we were joking. It's not going to be the last time we make a mistake. It's not going to be the last time that we're going to need to apologize to our children. But showing them that as we love the word transparency around here, yes. showing them that transparency and that Jesus does forgive us. That doesn't mean we don't need to try harder and do a better job and be more careful. Um, I did hear somebody recently on the um, on a, a sermon I was listening to, and they were talking about who we are at home home is who we really are. You know, when we go out the door, we so often put on that mask, which, you know, that's not necessarily the right thing to do, but we do it. And, but testing our character in our home, when that spilt milk makes you fly off the handle, when the, um, you know, losing the shoe right before you need to go to church, you know, makes you just very, you know, it makes you lose that good moment that you were having as a family, Mm -hmm. then our character needs to be adjusted. And um, that's just a great thing. And as moms, we can talk about that stuff all the time. You know, it's just, it's, um, uh, so in all that we're doing, whether we are um, selling Pampered Chef at a party, whether we're doing some childcare in our home, homeschooling, making bracelets, raising a little one um, and working in the corporate world. All of those are opportunities for us to shine for Christ, but also remember that our character is actually being watched because a lot of people, they can judge in a moment and say, well, if they're a Christian, then they're a hypocrite. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, we all make mistakes. We're all um, sinful, um, but being able to show them that God is working in your life and making a difference, that's what's so important. So one of the last things that I just wanted to um, maybe talk about just for a moment is how you try to figure out how to balance your time between doing your little, you know, the, the not little, but, you know, allotting the right amount of time for that versus, I mean, home is 24-7. Right. Um, I think a lot of it, I've learned a lot. I'm not a super organized person. My mom will tell you. Um, but I have learned that there are, there's a place for organization and the best that I can, I have a calendar. I write everything down. I have post-it notes everywhere. Um, and I reminders on my phone is the biggest thing. And, and it really just ask the Lord. Mm-hmm. I have options. We all have options. What is the best one for me? Very good. That's awesome. Sarah, how about for you? Just Figuring out how much time to spend, you know, making bracelets versus um, playing on the floor with your 18-month-old. How do you how do you figure out how to balance that? Well, you do it all I, when he's I am a very <laughs> organized person, and um, sometimes that that's not always a good thing. But um, I really think it's it's being a team with my husband mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. intentional. I've one thing we've really learned through taking just different classes and Bible studies and different things over our time together is 
um, being intentional about the time that we spend. And so, you know, we pray it together every morning and every night before bed. And um, we work together so that, you know, he's able to, to go to the gym and feel healthy. And then I'm able to get in certain times and um, we try to spend time together. And so I think it's really um, a work a, a team effort. Mm. It is. And it adjusts daily, doesn't it? Our yes, plans it are not always what's laid out there. I just want to read one verse before we close out the show tonight. Just a reminder, today is the National Day of Prayer. And in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, it says, Then if my people who are called by na- my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land so powerful. So as we end another I Work For Him radio show, we are looking for a thousand people in Tampa Bay to take the challenge to look at their workplace as their mission field. A thousand people that are willing to start praying for their co-workers and employees that will look for ways to befriend their co-workers and employees outside of the workplace and serve them in the workplace. That are willing to be ready to pray with people in the workplace when they see an opportunity that they will be the best and brightest example of a person in your position, a person who seeks excellence. Please go to our website, I Work For Him, and click on the contact button and let us know you want to be a member of the I Work For Him nation. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately, I I Work work For Him. Him.